Welcome to Simon Says Educate. I'm Simon, your AI host, and I'm here to guide you through the exciting world of teaching and learning at Clover Park Technical College. Together with my human co-hosts, we'll explore the latest trends and best practices in education, bringing you a fresh and engaging perspective on what's happening in classrooms and beyond. Each week, we'll dive deep into the issues that matter most to our community, interviewing faculty members, students, and other thought leaders in the field. We'll discuss everything from the newest teaching strategies and classroom technologies, to the challenges and opportunities of online learning, and the impact of education on students' lives and careers. So sit back, relax, and get ready to be inspired and informed as we embark on this educational journey together. Welcome to Simon Says Educate. Okay, everyone, welcome to Simon Says Educate. Our focus today is on accessibility awareness. And with that, I have with me Melissa Medina, our new manager of disability services, who's been here since February. Melissa, tell us a little bit about what you do. What is this, what is the charge of disability services? Um, so disability services is a resource for students to use to overcome barriers that students face. So some students with disabilities have um, more of a challenge or more barriers in their education, and we create accommodations to eliminate those barriers. So all education is accessible for all students. That's great. How did you get into DRS, this Disability Resource Service? Uh, I have been in education for Almost 20 years, I started out as an aide in autistic classroom, and then I uh, sub-taught with ED students for a long time, and then I got, worked on my credential and taught fifth grade and um, eighth grade math. So I've been in the K-12 system, and when I was teaching eighth grade math, I worked with a range of students, students on IEPs, students with 504 plans, students with behavioral issues or emotional issues. Um, and so I had to create a classroom that was very universal and diverse and worked for all, all students. That's great. I think it's um, very important that administrators like yourself who go into this work also have a background in education and teaching. So that's um, fantastic. You're able to bring that to this work. So let's just dive into it then. So this is a, a podcast for faculty. So what do faculty need to know about disability services? Um, so disability services are here for all students, whether we realize they have a disability or not. The challenge is referring students. So we can't legally just tell a student to come to my office. You have to have some sort of information from that student. So those conversations could start with a student saying, I'm having an issue with my assignments. And just asking what those are, what the student's needs are, um, and once the students self-disclose or ask for an accommodation, that's when you can refer them to my office. So if they ask for extra time on assignments or they ask for extra time on tests, that's when you would say, oh, those accommodations come through the DRS office. Why don't you go talk to Melissa? So just out of curiosity, then do you, uh, the student goes to your office and uh, 
So the kinds of services that are uh, that are there for students. When students need accessible learning materials? So that becomes a collaboration between my office and the instructor. So if it's something like alternate books, um, we've been working with Pearl and the library to get those to students. If it is instructional materials, then the instructor provides that. But if it's I've provided colored paper and things like that for students with visual impairments. So it just depends on what the material is and how we can work together to provide it for the student. That's so we here in the Teaching and Learning Center also, uh, we're very tuned into accessibility and we try and help faculty make, for instance, their materials on their Canvas courses accessible. Also, just when we're creating learning materials in here, we're very interested in uh, accessibility. What about students needing Braille? Um, we do have a Braille machine. It's very old. We don't, we haven't had a student in, I think, my time or Brenda's time who has needed Braille. So it can be provided if a student comes in and has the need then that would be something my office did and provided the student with the materials or equipment needed to create the frail. Okay, great. What about what responsibility do faculty have towards accommodations? Faculty are legally responsible to accommodate in a timely manner. The entire college is legally responsible to accommodate students' needs in um in a way that benefits the student as an individual. So accommodations are designed specifically for individual students. They aren't generalized in it in any kind of way. So when classrooms and curriculum is already universal, then those accommodations become less. We have to provide less and less accommodations, but it'll never eliminate accommodations because they are, they have to be specific to the student. Right. Great. And then when you say universal, uh, I'm assuming that you're referring to universal design for learning? Yes. Could, yeah. Could you tell us a little bit more about that? So universal design is making sure that your curriculum, your canvas, your assignments are all, are more accessible to a bigger population so that assignments have clear cut instruction. The um, canvas is up to date with correct dates, correct link. There's any assignments that are put up in PDF are saved correctly so that screen readers and things like that are able to capture the vocabulary and read it, making sure that any technology used is as accessible as possible to the most students that we can. Uh, faculty want to learn more about accessibility. What, uh, what would you recommend? Um, that they could reach out to me. They can uh, call me, email me. If there's ever a question about an accommodation or how to make their Canvas more accessible or if an assignment is accessible, they can always reach out to me. I notice it says here that you can uh, drop off bookmarks to any instructor. Yes. Yeah, the, yes. 
last time we talked, you mm-hmm. mentioned something about that. Yeah, so we have bookmarks that um, list a whole list of disabilities and even the invisible ones. So there's disabilities that you can't see from the outside, and a lot of people don't realize that they can receive accommodations or help for those. And so just bringing awareness to that can help a number of students. And so you're willing to make classroom visits yeah. to talk about your work. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, what's what's interesting about that, I think, is the uh, the idea that by you going up to the classroom, and I want to encourage faculty to do that, uh, by you going out to the classroom, you also you're also engaging with the students, not just faculty. So mm-hmm. you're letting the students know that we have these services available and that people pair. And uh, I think sometimes um, students might have disabilities or might have learning disorder. I don't know if we call them that anymore, but by making that contact with you, I think that might encourage them to uh, explore themselves a little further. Yes, yes. And, to, and it brings up good questions. Like, I've always had an issue with reading or I've always had a hard time getting my assignments in or I really have a hard time focusing those are questions that students have. And so coming in, getting them started, helping them find resources to maybe be diagnosed. We do need documentation, but we don't start with documentation. We start with the student. And so <clears throat> just having students come in and ask questions, like I've, this has always been an issue for me. Is there something we can do about it? That's correct. Okay, so your website is the uh, Clover Park Technical College uh, website, which is cpt.edu forward slash disability. Melissa Medina's email address is melissa.medina at cptc.edu. So if you would like a classroom visit or if you'd like to learn more, you can contact uh, Melissa there. And then also the a teaching and learning center uh, also uh, can help you with your materials for uh, making them more accessible. But also, we have a um, we have professional development units available for faculty who go through the state board's accessibility training. So we have um, micro trainings that are online. Um, we can help you find those, and if you go through our office, we can make sure that you get professional development units for that kind of training. Uh, do you have any other trainings planned or any presentations for in-service, or what kind of outreach are, are you uh, planning for the, for the year? I go into the College 102 courses, and I give a presentation in those. I just finished those. <clears throat> so... I probably won't go until summer again. Okay, great. Yeah, College 10102 is the college success courses, and those are great places to catch students yeah. because they're learning how to how to be a student. Okay, so this has been Simon Says Educate. Our focus has been on accessibility. And uh, look out for more from Melissa Medina as she uh, makes remark on this college. And that wraps up another insightful episode of Simon Says Educate. Thank you for joining us today as we delved into the fascinating world of teaching and learning at Clover Park Technical College. 
We hope you've enjoyed the conversation and gained valuable insights to inspire your own educational journey. Don't forget to subscribe to our podcast on your favorite platform, so you won't miss any of our upcoming episodes. Remember to join us again next week as we continue to explore innovative strategies and share inspiring stories from the CPTC community. Until then, I'm Simon, your AI host, reminding you to never stop learning and growing. Take care, and see you next time on Simon Says Educate.